0: right, it is time to talk Avaloth. Welcome back to the Force with Friends podcast. This is episode number nine. It's kind of crazy to think. My name is Will with the Padawan Pops YouTube channel, and this is my co-host, Kevin. How's it going, Kevin?
1: I'm good. Yeah ready to move on from Ahsoka. As much fun as that was, it'll be it'll be fun to kind of branch out and hit all sorts of subjects now. So although yeah. we're still
0: kind of following up with it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So Kevin has just got back from camping out in the woods. That was dedication not going while Ahsoka was actually streaming, yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: Planned it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So today is going to be pretty simple. One of the biggest things from Ahsoka episode eight was that cliffhanger with Balan, the literal cliffhanger that he's standing on the edge of the cliff. And we're going to talk a little bit about Abeloth in Star Wars lore and legends and who Abeloth is and what Abeloth maybe has to do with the story and really why we think that it's Abeloth. But before that, just a couple quick Star Wars news and noteworthy things to run down. First of all, there's some news out about Skeleton Crew with with all these strikes and everything over. There were some papers submitted, and it looks like Skeleton Crew is slated for a January 2024 release date, tentatively at this point. I believe their original release date was winter 2023, so that's really not that big of a push. And honestly, four months of nothing new to kind of build up to something new, I'm okay with that. So so maybe January 2024, Skeleton Crew. The only other news, and this is really more for the collectors out there like myself, is New York City Comic Con is going on right now. There's going to be a lot of cool collectible things coming out, Funko Pops, other Star Wars collectible items, plus from a lot of other fandoms. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that as well. You think you'll ever be a collector?
1: I don't know if I have the time to start that right now. You're maybe too responsible. Yeah. <laughs> when my kids are older and life has settled, yeah, maybe maybe then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just jumping
0: right in, um, I've teased this a little bit. If you saw my video that, that dropped on Thursday, Kevin is kind of the resident expert on Star Wars Legends, so... Kevin, we see at the end of Ahsoka episode eight, Balin's on Peridia. He's walking around on, on that cliff and he walks out onto these sculptures that are the Mortis gods. He looks out and he sees this fortress with a lot shooting out of the top of it. Very reminiscent to Anakin showing up on Mortis in the Clone yeah. Wars Mortis arc. But there's a lot of people, yeah. myself included, who believe that this is going to be Abeloth or a type of abeloth if you will so someone along the lines so for all of the star wars fans like myself who did not know what abeloth was until 14 days ago when when you told me about (laughs) it what is abeloth
1: well first off I, i think it's really fun that i'm even sitting here talking about abeloth because i i'm curious if other people who are familiar with it feel this way but like this is really the last thing i ever would have expected star wars to pull in because abeloth's a pretty weird out there even for star wars it's kind of a a, kind of a weird character but you know, with all the Night Sister stuff and the weird magic that we've had coming in, it's starting to seem like it's not that weird anymore. So for somebody like me, who I, I once thought all this legend stuff was gone, and now we're starting to see some of it creep back in. Uh, it's really cool that we're even just sitting here talking about it. Because, again, this is like the last thing I would have expected to be back into Star Wars years ago when it was introduced. But yeah, so Avaloth is tied in really closely with the Mortis gods. I think I talked about it a little bit last week, but you know, Dave and George did the Mortis thing with clone wars. And then it was about a year later. Some of the stories, um, there was a book of a series of books called fate fate of the jedi i think that involved this character abaloth we find that she was tied in with the mortis gods and so long story short before the mortis gods were on mortis right they they lived kind of in a place where they would be away from everyone and uh abaloth was the servant to them she helped out she helped keep the son and daughter in check the son and daughter had this is kind of a lot. They had drank from these two different pools of the forest, right? So the, uh. the son drank from the font to power. The daughter drank from the Uh, i think it was the wellspring of knowledge something along those lines pool of knowledge maybe Mm -hmm. and so that's how they kind of became aligned with light and dark and so they kind of became to embody those things and so the servant eventually becomes the mother Uh, she's helping take care of them she kind of becomes part of the family eventually she realizes she's going to die she's afraid of losing her family so she goes and drinks from one pool bathes in the other and instead of just gaining immortality which she does she's also turned into this pretty evil corrupt awful entity known as abeloth it's not really a a physical entity anymore she's very much kind of like a force entity so the father locks her away they flee this planet and leave her there they end up on mortis that's all the legends right so then that's where it would pick up in the clone wars where we actually see mortis and we see uh anakin and ahsoka and obi-wan there but yeah so she's essentially this evil force deity that's just been imprisoned for many eons of years no one really knows how long and she would awaken to to wreak some pretty big havoc in the in the legend stuff so okay that's kind of a short version of who is Avaloth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's good. And and I had read up a little bit like the too long, didn't read version of Abeloth. And yeah. so that does give a little bit more detail. Sounds like kind of goes after the best of both worlds with, with the light and the dark. And just from the concept art pictures I've looked up, because I don't know if there's actually anything official given that it's all in literature, but there's yeah. some pretty creepy images out there of what people would assume abaloth looks like. So definitely if you're yeah. watching, run a quick Google search. Um, there's a lot of creative ideas for what abaloth even looks yeah. like.
1: Yeah, I bet her uh, Wikipedia page has gotten a lot of traffic recently. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, those, <laughs> those stats would be pretty cool to see. It would be I'm, interesting. I'm <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's super weird. She's got like tentacle arms and like a, Big mouth full of sharp teeth and very weird. So even for Star Wars.
0: (laughs) So obviously we really have all come to this conclusion. Like if you just Google or not Google, but you go on YouTube and you search in Abeloth Ahsoka or something like that, you're going to see video after video of, of tons of star Wars content creators, myself included. You you might not see my stuff on the search engine because I don't have quite as many viewers, but there's (laughs) a lot of people discussing it and have all come to this conclusion that it seems as if this is going to be Abeloth here. Calling to Balin. That was Balin's big mystery is what is calling to him? And there are Star Wars fans like you and others that were big into the EU that are thinking, hey, this is it. We know this story. So why is it that we are all thinking, hey, this is going to be Abeloth? I mean, I know you gave a little bit of a background yeah. there with, with the Mortis arc and everything like that. Tell me why you think specifically this is Abeloth and maybe if you can touch on the the time travel aspect that we had talked
1: about. Oh, yeah. I it's it is interesting to hear a lot of other people talking about it because a lot of this stuff I feel like it's just a shot in the dark but then you hear right. so many <laughs> other people bringing it up it's like oh maybe maybe this does seem like the likely thing but um yeah it it. It just makes sense, right, for kind of where the story is and what we're seeing and, and in terms of how the story went for, for Abeloth in the books. I mean, one of the big things is how closely she's tied to Bordas, right? I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing you can point at is that Dave Filoni likes to continue his stories, right? right. So, how we've seen, I mean, Ahsoka's been in three main shows now, four or five if you count, Mando and uh, Tales of the Jedi, right? And so then we see Rebels characters carried over, we see Rex and other clone troopers carried over. Yeah. More Mortis has been carried over into three shows now. World Between Worlds has been carried over between shows. <laughs> yeah. Like Filoni likes to carry on his stories, right? And so, mm-hmm. with us moving into territory where it seems the Mortis gods are going to play some sort of part, it just makes sense to kind of go in a direction where some of that stuff's already already been laid out. Yeah, I think it was uh, I think it was Diamond Fig's uh, account where he had posted a video of Filoni talking about how if it exists, why not already go ahead and pull it right like if yeah. it makes sense and it exists let's let's do that and so yeah the the stuff surrounding it it just makes sense you know you got this evil seemingly evil force presence that's waking up right it sounds a lot like Abaloth tied to the mortis gods but then mm. something's calling balin and that was kind of a hallmark of Abaloth as she called force users to her she did some weird things yeah. uh, with with the minds of force users but that was kind of something you saw a lot in the legends: is that she she called out these force users so that she could use them. Essentially,
0: wasn't one um, of them Jason Solo? Like when when he succumbed to the dark side or something like that? Well, you're getting
1: into some complicated stuff. Now. No, I, I can leave it so, there. Maybe <laughs> yeah, Jason Solo was partly responsible for how she got out. Um, gotcha. Okay. He he learned something called flow walking, which okay. allowed him to move through and see different parts of time in a place. Oh, and so that's kind of that's like kind a of where it, world between worlds sounds yeah and abeloth was imprisoned and and couldn't really escape she would start to escape but the mortis gods would re-imprison her but one of the things that often allowed her to get out was when again the eu called it the current of the force when it changed now if that was when mm-hmm. somebody messed with time which is really interesting because i you know you and i talked about this today i was curious if because this these stories were written right after they came out a year after the mortis arc and the clone wars yeah, yeah. so i have to wonder if if Filoni was involved in any of that storyboarding and if even Abeloth could have been his idea, right? Like, you, you got to think he might have been somewhat involved with yeah. the, the follow-up that expanded on what he had literally just done. So that's interesting to think about. But, you know, one of the things that I, I thought back to is, is in the Mortis art, you know, the father admonishes the son when he's trying to show Anakin who he's going to become. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, you can't mess with time, right? That at the at that point, it's a throwaway oh. statement. But then when this new these books come out it's like well changing time is what lets out avaloth like suddenly that statement becomes like a lot bigger and so that's kind of cool the existence of the the mortis dagger right like mm-hmm. why do these mortis gods have a dagger that can kill yeah. a force deity why have that laying around right unless it's <laughs> it's not for them and so yeah. there's there's a lot of really interesting things that point to that maybe a lot of this stuff was could have already been planned and in place at the time uh it's it's hard to know if they had their own thing they wanted to do or if this was kind of a carry on from from what he had done but uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff so no um, for sure
0: obviously that's a lot to internalize
1: because yeah. it's it's a lot of different it's a lot stories. of stuff i just threw out there so yeah yeah those of but... you who just slip into that star wars lore vomit <laughs> i i apologize <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: no, I think that's good because there people would have to spend hours and hours and hours of of reading to get all of that. So I think it is good to hear a quick rundown. Yeah. But everything just layman terms like that, I'm going to explain it back to you as if I'm five, is Abeloth is this really bad, powerful force user of yeah. the little mortis genre. And when there's a ripple in time, ripple in the force type thing it sounds as if that could be a way for Abeloth to get out, and we see that in the world between worlds, whether it be with rebels. I mean, how long has Avaloth yeah. been calling out to Balin? Maybe it's been That's going on question. since uh, since Ezra and Ahsoka were in there in rebels, which would have been around a year before Episode Four. So you're looking yeah. at a good little time frame there, or is it? kind of something that happened once anakin and ahsoka are in the world between worlds i think there's probably some room to be creative there if nothing yeah, else sure. but everything to me just it kind of lines up and like you said it i think it was in diamond figs video where he, he finds all these great day
1: filoni quotes yeah he does I, follow, love, I love it's a great fa- place just to catch great yeah. little snippets of filoni so uh, yeah. yeah
0: follow will at diamond figs he's got like All the Star Wars resources and reels and shorts and stuff, plus long-form content now pretty much every day. I'm a member of his channel, and it's it's one of my favorite ones to watch. So, if it's already there, Filoni, he's got to be very involved. Whether he came up with Abeloth or not, he was within the yeah. discussions, if I had to guess. He's for sure aware of it. Yeah. I mean, when well, are talking the books,
1: they did storyboard stuff with the Lucas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah. was before Disney bought it. And I know a lot of it, they had to go through the Lucas mm-hmm. group, right? The whole like, team, You, could, you yeah. couldn't just write a story whenever you wanted to and publish it. Right, so... they were
0: a lot more secure back then, yeah. I believe. Yeah.
1: But Dave, I think you and I were talking about this
0: when earlier today, you were like, I can't believe I'm about to talk a half hour about Abeloth." And the thing is, Dave is like one of us. I mean, obviously he he knows George's mind better than any of us, but it's like such a breath of fresh air that that we have a guy that's running these stories now that knows all the lore and cares about all the lore. And if he needs to pull something from it, he can. I I think it's a good thing to happen in Star Wars. It certainly isn't bad. So it's an exciting time to be a fan, but let's say it is abeloth we're just going to go with that assumption now if all the star wars fans are in agree agreement about a thing maybe it's not going to be abeloth maybe that's the yeah. surefire sign that we're all wrong oh, if we I all gonna think say,
1: it. i feel like we we did this with star killer right we're all like oh this guy's star killer it's totally star <laughs> yeah. killer and then he just gets knocked off and he's nobody and we're like okay we're we're wrong we <laughs> had no
0: star wars backing for that other though than the the credit we just kind of thought it would be cool yeah yeah sam Witwer was there and a play on the name so this seems a lot more grounded in the lore at least but but yeah i could see it being a thing to where up we were all wrong but we talked about it for a while so that was fun but if nothing else we're just gonna talk the next 10 minutes or so along the assumption that it is abeloth so abeloth is calling to Balin. Balin is gonna make his way to that fortress with the light coming out and he's going to release this monster. What does yeah. it mean for Star Wars? So first, I want to ask what you think it means, and then I'm going to give you my theory after that.
1: I uh, I think it's a long-term... I don't think this is going to be part of the Ahsoka show or whatever's going on with the Mandoverse right now. I think if you try to do that, it it sells the character short, because this was a character who was really heavily disruptive with like the Jedi. And so part of what you and I talked about before is the possibility of it coming through in like the new the new movie that's going to be coming out with Rey and her training new mm-hmm. Jedi because that's what Avaloth did, right? She messed with the Jedi. She kind of got in their minds. She, ca- she caused this thing called force psychosis which would cause people to go crazy and they thought everybody else was an imposter and they'd just start mm-hmm. attacking people. And so the Jedi became a threat. All the force users became a threat. And it actually took Luke teaming up with a group of Sith called the the One Sith I think was the name of their group. They, they got away with the Rule of Two. But he and a guy named Darth Crate ended up having to join forces to defeat Avaloth. And so she was a huh. character who was not just handled easily, right? Like right, it, it, yeah. it was a lot of havoc that was caused. And so I think you need kind of a bigger, bigger base Of things for it to disrupt right now things are still kind of already disrupted right i feel like just throwing her in the mix would not fit well for her character so i think things have to stabilize first it has to be where things have kind of restarted and rebegun which i could see happening with the the movie in the future so
0: yeah okay so i just i just had an idea i want to say it really quick so i don't forget it but you were tying it into the ray movie and i think i think that's where we're going anyways but you're saying Luke had to team with a group of bad guys to essentially mm-hmm. make it work. Well, yeah. Ray is a Palpatine, so w- true. W- what if she's able to kind of be the anti-Abeloth, with the best of both worlds? But she chooses good. I think that would maybe parallel and work out i don't know i mean we're thinking years down the road but yeah because
1: obviously it's not set up exactly the same right there's a lot of elements that are different a lot of in the legends a lot of the jedi that went crazy were were jedi that were hidden in what they called the Maw, which is where she was hidden during the Mm Yuzong thong war yeah so they kind of made she made contact with them then as kids and then they went crazy later on and so all of that stuff's not there right so there it, there's definitely going to be some creative liberties in how it would play out and how the character would work but but i could see it being a big a big thing that that really wakes up and comes to fruition later on so
0: i think as as far as my prediction goes now again this is all under the premise that it is abelost but when they announced the new set of movies, they were on the stage at Star Wars Celebration and they announced mm-hmm. a Force Origins movie. They yep. announced a New Republic movie and then a Ray movie. So the new Jedi Order. It was right. like a past, present, future thing. I think what they're going to do is this present, They're going to give all of us fans what we want with the Heir to the Empire sequel, essentially, or or reboot is what this is. And then going back to the Force origins, I think we're going to get this story of Like, I think we're going to get the whole Mortis arc. Nothing is thrown in by mistake. So I think we're going to have a... Father, daughter, son, Abeloth story, and that Force origins, or at least have it be a portion of that story, because they kind of are the origins of the Force to an extent, yeah. right? Like, in, yeah, in, and
1: yeah, was, and I was thrown off by the title because isn't the, isn't the project called Dawn of the Jedi or something? Uh, but something then it talks like about origins of the Force, which I feel like those things are not necessarily the exact same thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I it's hard. Th- to I know. feel like they're gonna. F- it, That's it, what I hope they do, though. Yeah. I hope that they they do exactly what you're saying. I think that would be great.
0: Yeah, well, I think as far as the Dawn of the Jedi goes, I think you got to have a little bit of backstory to that, too. So sure. while the whole movie may so not be focused on it, we get some story on it. And then I do think this thing's going to be revealed. I don't feel like this is a skeleton crew reveal. I don't know. Just yeah. I feel like that show is going to be really the, the vehicle to get Ahsoka and Sabine back to the galaxy. That's my guess yeah. on that. But I do think we'll get little things sprinkled in here and there. Kind of the marvel big picture approach to where every single movie mattered and then we're gonna at the end of this story with the thrawn movie and whatever we obviously are gonna see thrawn defeated and the new republic will have Twenty years of good or whatever it is before the first order shows up, but right. I think it could be like a post-credit scene or or very end of the movie, something like that, where we do get okay. Here's here's this Abeloth, Balin, or whoever has let her out, and then we jump forward to that Ray movie and we see this is the big threat. So Ray's existential threat to her new Jedi order yeah. is this abeloth creature monster whatever coming into the galaxy causing whatever issues that abeloth might cause that you've described in this video and we see this this big unity amongst stories from the beginning of the force to we can just say the heir to the empire that's the original trilogy era like we're not fooling anybody that's the time frame and then the sequel trilogy era so you want to talk about a bridge that's the bridge because mortis is already the prequels so it's already there like that's laid the groundwork this can be a thing that really unites all of Star Wars on one page without it having to be Emperor Palpatine that does it. That's a good point. Yeah, I think it's cool. Because
1: it's branched so far out now from just, like you said, just the, the saga of the, of the original and then the prequels and mm-hmm. sequels. There's so many other things. Like It, it very well could kind of bridge all that, which would be really interesting. As far as a course correction goes, for people that don't like the sequels, I think
0: what we're seeing now with, in the Mandoverse is is bridging that gap a little bit more. There's some really good books that are in between episodes six and seven. I recommend reading. I've I've enjoyed reading the comics, the books, everything like that. And it has enhanced my sequel viewing experience. It doesn't mean it's Mm -hmm. a very great or continuous story, but it's made it make more sense. And so if you throw this in on the back end of it, it sets up. The sequel trilogy being, okay, going forward, this is Rey's story. How did she get here? Oh, she was involved with all these other Star Wars characters that we already know, and, and she had a connection yeah. there. And you bring her out into this new story, maybe, hopefully, a continuous story. And I really think we can look back 10, 15 years from now and say, wow, this is one great big story, and it's really fun to to take in any part of it. And I like that idea.
1: Yeah, that's, that's I hadn't thought about. It. That's a good point. You can definitely, I mean, because you know, both of us, we weren't super fans of the sequels, right? Uh, and <laughs> not so, all of it. Yeah, not all of it. Parts of it were okay, but you can definitely build around stuff and improve it, right? And so, yeah. I I do hope that's what they do because I would, I would love to feel like that's a like a bigger a better part yeah. of a bigger picture at some point so that would that would be cool if they're able to to pull that off way way down the road um to your point though I I do think they'll just stick on Thrawn right now I hope that's what they do because I I want to yeah. see this story right like I feel like he deserves all the story arc right now and and so I think they'll stick with that and this will be something that maybe is alluded to like you said but it's definitely going to be down the road. One of the yeah. things I just thought about with Balin, because we still don't know what's going to happen with Balin, right? But one of the things Abiloth could do is she could possess Force users and, and shapeshift, right? She could Ooh. turn into different appearances. She wreaked a lot of havoc that way because she had a bunch of avatars kind of yeah. all over the place. And so I don't know if that's where you explain what happens to Balin, right? That he he gets possessed and she just changes the appearance. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they probably didn't plan for that. But I no. mean, if, if that's the no. route they're going,
1: it could work. I mean, it's not ideal but you know i like i said it's fun to sit here and talk about this because <laughs> yeah abeloth is such a cool character she fits really well into star wars right she's this tragic character who of you know, fear of losing family right seeks power and becomes corrupted and becomes this evil thing right it it fits very well into the arcs and kind of the themes of star wars and so i'm excited i I hope this is what it is i think it'll be a really cool story down the road Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's going to be plenty of people out there who won't like it of course Um, yeah because it is it's it's a little weird for star wars i'll i'll give you that but it's a lot uh, at this for sure it's a lot it's a whole Mm -hmm. lot but at the same time i think it can be developed into a really cool Really cool story art. So I hope I hope that's where we're going. I think that would be a lot a lot of fun. But. I think so too.
0: I know that was a lot all at once. That's that's about all <laughs> we have to say on Abilah. We went over who it is, why we think it could be, and what does it mean going forward. So next week, Kevin, do you have any ideas mm. for what you want to talk about?
1: I don't know. Like I said, I've been gone for the last few days. It's My true. brains kind of kind of been gone other places. Um, I was thinking we could do
0: is talk about things we would like to see in these not not in the skeleton crew, but in this time frame maybe that Ahsoka and Sabine are gonna be doing on this planet. So okay if if that seems like an interesting topic to you, maybe we can talk about okay, what are we gonna see with Ahsoka and Sabine here? How do we think we get back to the galaxy with them? And then once they get back, what does that galaxy look like?
1: I think that would be interesting because we I mean we're pretty sure we know it's Going to be happening on the other side, right? Like, right. We're going to have Thrawn and the war that's about to ensue. So it would be interesting to sit down and ponder on what's going to be happening because I mean they're stuck there apparently, right? Like they don't yeah. they don't seem like they're leaving anytime soon. So yeah, uh, it will be interesting to think about what's going to be happening there during that time. So I'd, yeah, I think that'd be fun. Cool. So you heard it here. Next week we're talking Ahsoka and Sabine <laughs>
0: in exile. How are they going to prepare for their jump back? How do they get back? And when they get back, what kind of galaxy do they find? What fight are they walking into? So, Kevin, be theorizing on that. I will be letting the wheels turn on that as well. Otherwise... Thanks so much, everyone, for watching and listening. This is now on Spotify as well as YouTube. So if you would prefer just to listen to us instead of look at us talk, which no one could blame you if you chose that, you can find us on Spotify. The link will be in the bio or on the description if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, don't forget to like and subscribe for more Star Wars content daily. And we will see you guys next week. As always, may the Force be with you.